Hello! I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse here from Nerd Herder. I am J-Dub. And I am the artist formerly known as Boop. And I have had, today was my multiverse of madness. Have you seen that meme? Have you seen that trend on the social media? Today was my multiverse of madness. I've had an insane day. You really have. And like, I'm honestly surprised you're upright. You know, I, I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you. I need that. Um, uh, yeah, I now know what it's like uh, in a way, like after the credits roll on these MCU movies, like what do they like? The, the scene with the shawarma in Avengers is so accurate. Of just, Like, yeah. feed me, give me a drink, and sit me down, because, oh my gosh. <laughs> give me a Thor to cry on, I beg of you. The difference is my New York did not get saved. It was that kind of day. Wow. Um, but uh, all the more reason why I am very glad to be here. Uh, which, of course, by the title, if you can read, or by uh, my uh, wow, timely it. jokes uh, with the kids, um, if you haven't gathered, we're talking about the Multiverse of Madness, uh, the latest MCU movie uh, to be released that we just recently saw in theaters. We hope you have seen. If you have not, if you have not, please, why are you here? It is worth every single second of your theater experience. A- absolutely. And there's no reason, like, pick a better podcast to get spoiled by if you're going to do that. Like, come on. Go watch come Proaxium. On. Uh, listen to the podcasts of our lovely guests that we're about to introduce um, for, for higher quality spoilage uh, if you want. But that, that's your obligatory spoiler warning. You are about to get spoiled if you haven't seen it. If you have, buckle in because we have some great guests. We're going to have some great conversation about a mm-hmm. great movie. Baby, we I got think. opinions. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very many. Uh, and we have guests in abundance. We have friend of the show kev with us again uh again. you know we just we keep him in the closet pull him out on, yeah. on the uh the hard nights and uh you know you always pull us through buddy yeah man Appreciate i got a, i'm fully stocked with juice boxes and a comfy blankie yeah you I'm need good, us to man. change the litter box exactly, exactly. yeah okay i got well, that's you your job this. that's your job i don't do it myself <laughs> no why would you you are you are <laughs> like a cat you are too good to take care of yourself uh make the humans do it I don't know where this bit is going, but I love you and I'm glad you're here. I just um, like the idea that Kev lives at our house. And um, a new addition to the Nerd Herder lineup and quite possibly the guest questioning his decision to join yes. us tonight. He gets the guest room, though. Is the lovely Alden. He does get the guest room. Oh. What up? Hey, I'm here for my universe. From uh, I'm, not, I'm not regretting this at all. I'm having a Good. great time. I came in. There's snacks, hors d'oeuvres, and... <laughs> There's a nice guy offering me a warm towel. This is a great that, place. That, that was probably Nick, uh, the, probably. the spirit of Nick Milky, mm. um, who would have been with us tonight, leaving out snacks and, and all the goodies, taking care of us like a good dad. I wouldn't know what that's like, but I hear they're pretty great. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> hey! Let's unpack that go. instead of this movie. Uh, <laughs> like, this is about to take a very hard left. I was going to say, let, you know, Buckle let's, up. let's turn this into real therapy. The multiverse of trauma. I mean, yeah. you, you almost could. I mean, the, if I've learned anything from the MCU, it's deal with your baggage or it will deal oh with you. Um, Especially this phase. 
Right? Man, re- yes, this is the mental health day. <laughs> yes. uh, or mental yes. crisis, really. Phase five will be the mental health. We'll, we'll bounce back. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Self-love uh, phase. Absolutely. Dear God, I hope so. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, so this was one I know we were particularly excited about, mm. um, not only for MCU, which I, I think we've talked about before. Like, I like the MCU more for the MCU. Yes. You you pick. You, it's a buffet to you. It's a it's a like seven course meal to me. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Yeah, like Fair. Um, it's like your consistent diet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm just I, snacking. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. And and that, but what but what you like, you really really like. And I did. Yes. Yes, I will get into it more as we go along. But like I, I am a person. I don't feel the need to watch everything i don't feel the need to you know revisit the things that i didn't necessarily enjoy so Mm. you know getting stuff like moon knight multiverse of madness like that's chock-a-block full of crazy (laughs) i love that stuff so of course i'm gonna enjoy myself Mm. right yeah right (laughs) which yes we have to unpack moon knight at some point but um now mcu was high on the list um for you guys hence your being here um, and so uh, for you, it was this just a given, I'm going to watch it, or were you more compelled to check this one out? Because, I mean, it is the great and illustrious Sam Raimi returning to the helm uh, mm-hmm. of a superhero film. Um, and so was that an extra uh, in, in the deal for you or what? Um, for me, it was kind of like obligatory, you know, mm-hmm. it's the next chapter and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to miss out. Right. right. Um, I had... I had almost no expectations, um, which is typical for me. I don't necessarily go into films expecting anything. I don't know um, how you do it. Well, I mean, it's it's easier that way. Oh, because yeah. When you hype up what you expect to happen and what you want to happen, then when it doesn't, you're just like pissy the entire time. And oh boy, hasn't that happened a little bit oh, recently. Oh man, I mean, tell me about it. So I was... Honestly, it, it took a few days. I had to sit with this movie for a few days and digest it mm. and kind of let it let it ruminate a little bit. But the longer mm. it sat with me, the more it affected me, which is mm. which is not normal for an MCU movie. With an MCU movie, it's just like it's it's like getting jaw jacked right in the face. It's like I liked it, you know. Mm. Yeah. This yeah. one was like it, once I once I processed it, I was like, wow this is really affecting this is like mm. pulling on some some deep core strings there mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah that was my experience with it yeah yeah i was sort of with you there where i'm not gonna miss any of them mm-hmm. because uh, at this point i'm in, i'm engaged in the entire thing i mean i grew up reading marvel comics um my thing as a child was i read batman and all of marvel where like yeah. Batman was my DC guy, but Marvel, yeah. I liked everybody. Um, yeah. And that changed over time where I started to pick up more DC. But Marvel was always more the characters that spoke to me because DC characters are mythic. They're gods. Mm-hmm. They're except for Bruce, which is the, the the obvious connection there. But Bruce is a Marvel character stuck in the DC universe. Right. Um, whereas you know Marvel is the freaks. There, Peter Parker can't pay his bills. Bruce Banner has the rage issues. Reed Richards is an arrogant jerk. Like they're they've all got issues. They're all broken. Um, their powers are not because they are an Amazon or selected to be a space cop or uh, the last mm-hmm. son of a advanced race. It's because mm-hmm. of explosions and, and experiments gone wrong. So I've always been more into the Marvel. 
And I've been an MCU fan since Iron Man 1. I was there. I remember reading on IGN, like, if you stay after the credits, <laughs> there's a thing. Like, because at the time, that was, you know, revolutionary. Yeah. 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 You, there was, like, the Ferris Bueller after credit yep. scene. Uh, obviously. Yeah. And Pirates 2 has one of the dog um, oh. on, on the the cannibal island that the the dog yeah. with the keys is there so it's like after credit scenes have been done but they had never been narrative like they were never important they yeah and, they've right. never been required watching exactly. yeah. right so it changed everything and i and i've grown up with it i remember um after my eighth grade formal going in my little tuxedo to see iron man 2 so like this has always been event event stuff for me so i was never gonna miss it that said um, there was a particular level of more excitement because some of them you go in and you're like, I'm excited. I'm reasonably like interested and I hope it's great. Like Shang-Chi and you get surprised and you're like, that was great. Yeah. Um, but some of them you're like, I know that this is going to be a banger or mm -hmm. that it's a, even if it's not, it's at least going to make choices. And oh boy, this one was obviously the return of Raimi, but it already has. Um, Strange is one of my favorite MCU characters. I think that Benedict okay. is one of my favorite actors working today. Um, I loved WandaVision. I, everything seemed to be set up for a feast here. Like it had mm -hmm. everything. It had all the momentum going. Elfman coming back. Like, yeah. Yes. It just had all the momentum uh, to be something really special. And I, they nailed it. And like Kev, like when the movie was over, I knew I loved it. I did feel sort of that punch to the face of, wow. Um, but I also was like, this movie is smart. Like yeah. there's yes. a lot going on. That's exactly yeah. it, smart. man. It leaves you with a lot to chew on. Mm -hmm. Like you've, you've got to process some stuff because like without jumping too far ahead, one of the things that, that affected me long-term was everyone asking Stephen strange if he's happy yeah. and he yeah. keeps like, he keeps essentially lying. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know? And the more I thought about that, I was like, yeah, that's me. That's mm -hmm. me to a T. Like, yeah. hey, Kev, you happy? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, it's it's kind of like, um, it, it speaks to the phase four of the MCU. Like, yeah. I think that after Endgame and you've done the biggest spectacle, right? You've, you've done the biggest thing you could possibly do. Mm -hmm. What direction do you take it in? You go more granular. You figure mm -hmm. out, you start unpacking these characters and what they're carrying. And that's mm -hmm. been really apparent in phase four. And I think that's probably why I'm maybe more invested now than that's I true. ever have been. That's true. It's more, it, this yeah. is more of an opera than it is a, like, like it's not that the first three phases didn't have character. Of course they did. That's why sure. we loved yeah. the characters by the time Endgame happens. But it reminds me of something that, you know, this man's character notwithstanding something that Joss Whedon said uh, when he was making Age of Ultron, which is that he, for a sequel to move on with these characters, especially after Avengers changes the world, Battle of New York, all this stuff, you can't necessarily always try to get bigger. You have to cut deeper. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and what this phase has done is like, I mean, Black Widow is about, you know, the agency of women moon Knight is about, you know, DID and abuse and farts, I guess too. Um, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that's, that could be personal. Um, but this entire phase Should has be. sort of leaned into that in such a strong way. And so to do that with strange, who was the character that seemed to be the most in control, right. From, right. from, from our perspective, 
in Infinity War and Endgame, he was the guy that knew how to make the long play, that had the trust, that knew it would work out. But then this one starts with that other doctor at the at the wedding saying, you know, I lost my my brother, I lost my cats. Like I like this is like was it the only way? And Steven's like, yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Until until he gets to another universe and it wasn't. And but in the movie doesn't the movie doesn't answer either way because maybe that was the only way in that universe you know so right. it's that's reagan babe and i know it's that's just, reagan that's i love reagan so shout much. shout out to our live audience if you're not in the live chat with this you're missing a key yep. factor in your ner- nerd content um not to detract from the conversation but but no, I, no. you know like we were joking about it but absolutely it, you know we we talked a couple of weeks ago with um andy from Force Friends and from mm. Ending yes. Pending Podcast. Just great personality, great person. Um, and we talked about uh, X-Men with them and um, the idea that coming into those films, they have such a story and representation to live up to um, and, and how they kind of set apart from what the classic MCU is because of the... You don't do an X-Men story without an intent to engage a subject matter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're not just trying to entertain or do spectacle or do the punch in the face. You're trying to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely started with spectacle. We definitely started with action. We Big started time. with entertainment with Marvel in the first couple of phases. By the third phase, when it really started to get real, and like you said, Alden, as we started to cut deeper with the characters, this is the next step of where I think we're telling some of the most personal and most interesting to me for sure stories where yeah. um, it's like the greatest battleground being the, the character of the characters yeah. um, rather the, rather than the global scale. Yeah. And you could argue like the moral standing of these characters like it it's very clear in most of this movie to see who is in the right mm-hmm. yeah. in this particular scenario. Um, right. Like, right. We have Bruce a, Campbell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Pizza, <laughs> pizza, pizza Papa is the protagonist. Yeah, pizza Papa. He's a Pizza yeah. Papa. He always Delightful. <laughs> Delightful. Can I just say, I've missed Bruce Campbell. Yes. So I, miss him. I miss him so much. The fact that, like, obviously, like, there, there was no chance in hell he wouldn't be in it. But oh. the fact that he gets his hand turned on him uh, yeah. is the best meta yes. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's yes. oh so God. funny. I, I appreciate that Raimi really brought Raimi to this project. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I, I Raimi love... brought Raimi to this project more than any of his Spider-Mans. Oh, more for than, sure. Like, because everyone always goes to Doc Ock, and which is a great yeah. Raimi scene when Doc yeah. Ock comes to life. And like, that's great. But this was Raimi saying, look, it's been, what, eight years? Mm. Eight or nine years since Oz the Great and Powerful. Um, and it's like, you know, that man didn't want to go out on that. Like, that was yeah. a very studio sort of movie. Oh, yeah. It was a fun movie, but like, eh. yeah. Well, this has style. Like, mm-hmm. every single time that he's a, he could have made a safer choice, he makes a weird choice every time. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and, and that's what I so love about this era, too, is this is ve- very creator driven. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. more, yes. more than ever, we're getting very unique, um, very. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned Shang-Chi even. We're getting even laced with personal um, experience. Like, yeah. so much heart is coming through in the content. And I'm not saying that Iron Man didn't have heart. I know John Favreau loved what he created. He created something mm-hmm. great and started something great. I, I, I think it's just the heart applied different ways. Yeah. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, 
And so, you know, this era of personal stories, we're having the person come through. Um, and, and that comes to everything from the style of the film, but also to the journey um, as well, I think. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love that people are getting to create and leave their their fingerprint on things. And, and mm -hmm. that applies to a lot of what they're doing, um, you know, with uh, modern storytelling. Disney Plus with Star Wars is doing the same thing, I think, mm -hmm. where we're, we're finally yeah. seeing someone else's thumbprint. And, and I, I really think it started with Ryan mm -hmm. really paving the way of yeah this is a ryan johnson star wars this isn't a i'm trying to do george lucas this is this is uniquely me and this is uniquely raimi and and it's better right. for it it's and it needed it for like because like some characters are new so the lens can start as personal like with shang chi or like with chloe zhao on eternals or or what have you um but you you end up in this place with someone like strange where it's like he had a solo movie which i like um, mm -hmm. I really like the first one a lot. Uh, I like it a lot, a lot, actually. Um, and he was in the two Avengers films and he was in Ragnarok for his little scene. Um, but at we had known his journey from the beginning, but it was almost like point B, right? It just went from point B to C. We never really got Steven's damage. We knew what kind of guy he was. But like with the, the easy parallel to make that they did make in Infinity War to great success is Stark and Strange yeah, and how right. they're so similar that they clash. But the problem is that we knew why Tony Stark was the way he was because we knew Howard because we had yeah. got the backstory of First Avenger because we knew what kind of world we were in. We get the, that first movie does so much with Obadiah Stane and like really telling you why Tony Stark is a narcissist. You get mm. Pepper there, somebody that knows the real him. With Strange, we had Christine. And we knew they had history, but we had yet to learn. And this movie does so much in terms of do it's like it is the multiverse of madness. It does have epic cameos. It does have really weird choices. It has all this stuff, but it's still about strange. And then right under strange Wanda, of course. And it you get things like strange mentioning that he had a sister that died when they were children and he couldn't save her. And it's like, I get this guy now, like yep. this guy's control complex and wanting to be the, and being this great doctor comes from such a personal place. And I, I love that, you know, Kev, you mentioned the, are you happy motif? I love that. This also puts the watch to bed that he finally fixes it and puts it back yeah. into his collection. Yeah. Yep. Because that first movie uses the watch in such a profound way of, you can't always fix what's broken your hands right. and your talent. And you need to be able to um, accept what you cannot change. But this one takes that and like pours water on it and gives it sunlight and it grows into maybe you can fix it yeah. eventually, but you have to move on. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. That's a good and, point. And so you can you can eventually do it, but you can't have I want to fix my hands. I want Christine. I want, I want, I want, I want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you got to she's married now, dude. And in the other universe it didn't work. And over here, and it's okay to love, but you know, like he, he starts this movie by being at a woman's wedding, telling her, <laughs> I wish it worked out between us. Yeah, Steve, yeah. wrong yeah. time, my that, friend, yeah. wrong time. I, I, like of, of everything that happened, that interaction tensed me up, I think, more than anything. <laughs> so Just, crazy. Uh, dude, it's yeah, so I'm awkward. like, like, yeah, uh, I don't I don't know why, like, and, and it's meant to portray like all these other opportunities you had to make mm -hmm. it right. Yeah. Um, and, and the the push to take the next right opportunity, and and of course he goes for the this is it, 
And, yeah. you know, this whole thing is very much a, a second in a trilogy kind of way of it's not going to work out the way you think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, same thing with, like you mentioned, the watch as the allegory for his journey. It, it doesn't, you can't fix it with what it's got uh, existing, right? Yeah. You've got it needs to a re- new piece, a right? New glass. A, new pl- yeah. a new piece, a new plan. It's not, it's not going to be exactly the same, but you are going to end up with a better result yeah mm-hmm. um it's even there but, on the cloak of levitation that's yeah the cloak of levitation gets a blue patch to fix right. the hole and everything it's just that splash exactly. of color and even how steven changes i mean in funny ways like finally bowing to wong but even at the end <laughs> he asks wong if wong's happy yeah and wong sort yeah. of like i don't he reacts like i don't think i've ever been asked that before like that's the kind of stuff that these people that are all about duty they haven't. <laughs> they haven't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank We're you. a serious uh, I, Yeah, they, they, these people haven't taken the time to really do, and again, tying in with Phase Four to do the work personally. And so much of it, like you know, like Boop was saying about who's right, is evident to us. But the brilliance of the story is that it doesn't have a villain; it has an antagonist. Everybody yeah. in this movie, whether it's Strange, or really Strange and Wanda, it's the battle of who thinks they're right, which is way more interesting than good and evil. And she, like I've compared her to Anakin so many times. Yes. What she, what she wants is she, she's right to want it. Just like he was right to want love and his mother and all that stuff. Of course she's right to want her children. They're children, but it's the danger is justifications, false equivalencies, and it's a slippery slope. So yeah. you open up that book. Cause it's like, maybe I could, Maybe I could figure it out. And then that makes it easier and easier and easier yeah. and easier yeah. to make the next wrong choice. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, when she says uh, about America, who's great. And she says, yeah. uh, she's not a child. She's a magical being. And then Steven's like, you made your kids out of magic. Like yeah. she's already, she's writing her own narrative and making every excuse for herself. Mm-hmm. And she's in pain, which you're ought to do when you're in pain, but. The movie doesn't give you easy outs. And she's also right about a lot of things. Yeah. She's not she's not wrong that there's hypocrisy. She's oh, yeah. not wrong. Even at the end, he has to be a hypocrite to beat her. Um, yeah. So it's like. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, you know, she's gone full manic. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're fine. I'm... Like, I, I, as someone who has experienced manic episodes, like, I see where she's at. And, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I, 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 I get you there. I've never, like personally killed a bunch of people in a that manic episode that i'll admit um but oops okay. got bodies <laughs> not surprised that out there not surprised <laughs> for the fbi agent listening in our home this is a no, family podcast so i'm not gonna make that joke but i'll let the uh, podcast listeners make it for me um but yeah like i as someone who has talked myself out of you know a lot of very negative scenarios by saying it doesn't have to be like this i mm-hmm. it, it i don't have to live like this i can yeah. see the justification with wanda mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being like mm-hmm. there's an opportunity for a better life here right if i could just get there through any that's means the, possible the transition from wandavision to this right it's like i think yeah. that i, I got make my perfect day happen right yeah. and i said on twitter and I understand maybe that I could have worded it better. I don't know. I still stand by it. Um, is the idea that I think the ending of WandaVision is misread. 
And that's yeah. not to say that only my interpretation of it is right, but I think that the it was taken as, okay, I'm going to drop the Westview facade. I'm going to let Vision and, the, and these children go that I've made in my mind. And that that suddenly was the end. But it's like, no, but she also just found out that she's this being of prophecy mm -hmm. that was foretold and has all of this great power. And then it's like, so I, I'm going to let the people go in Westview because that's wrong. And I get that. But there's another way. And mm -hmm. like, that's, that's what people, when they feel they're backed into a corner, they'll take any out. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it just felt like, and again, we, when you're doing a serialized narrative, um, that's going to go on presumably until movies aren't being made anymore or we're all dead or both um, is, you know, you gotta, they have to stumble a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I'm, I'm sympathetic to, to people that feel like Wanda was mishandled. I can be sympathetic to that, but at the same time, she's one of the first real tragic characters we've had in yeah. the MCU, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and it's, it's funny because you bring up the Westview thing and yeah, she did. She pivoted. She pivoted mm -hmm. because when you're, when you're in pain and you are looking for that balm, you'll go to any lengths to get it. I mean, yeah. especially if you're like in the middle of an episode, right? Like when you bring up mania, when you're manic, you will justify anything, mm -hmm. <laughs> anything. Cause in your brain, it's like makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, exactly. You know, there, mm -hmm. you, there's no veil between, Right. Oh, this makes perfect sense. And then, then the action, you know, and then mm -hmm. you, then you come to, and you're like, wow. And I, I understand that, too, huh? to your point about being sympathetic to the criticism. I am like, I, I get why it's jarring. I get why it's disappointing. And I get why, if you love this woman and you identify with her, why this hurts. Sure. I just resent the notion that a story can't do that. Like, I think yeah. that because we live in the internet age of that's my comfort character. It's like, well, yeah. I'm sorry, but the, there are characters that exist. And, yeah. and when you latch on, it's one thing to latch on to a character from a classic novel from the 1800s or 1920s or something where that's a finite piece. Like if you latch on to something, it's the same thing with Daenerys Targaryen. And I'm not saying they're executed the same, but I am saying that you <laughs> latched on to a character and a thing that was ongoing. Evolving. Yeah. Exactly. And so it, it, it had every possibility of, of going south. And some people argue, oh, well, if it's the dark hold that if the dark holds doing it, then that takes away the agency of the character. And it's like, well, no, cause it's like, like the dark side and star Wars, this thing that we all love. Right. You still relinquish power. To exactly. Right. You're still making yeah. choices. It's yeah. just, it's this, it's the reason why Batman won't kill. He's like, cause if yeah. I killed, he's like, I think about it. He said in comics, like, I think about it. I could just kill the Joker, but then that'll make it easier to just kill two face. Right. And then that'll mm -hmm. make it easier where, to just kill the penguin. Yeah. And, yeah. And I can definitely, I mean, the first thing, like when we walked out, out fully out of the theater, by the way, get your theater etiquette <laughs> under control, people. Please. Yeah. Golly. Um, but when, when we fully exited and we're in our private vehicle and had a private conversation about the film, um, <laughs> the first thing I did say was, I'm not sure about Wanda. Um, and that being because, you know, WandaVision was so important to me, I think. Um, as an exploration of a character, grief, all of that, and overall just uh, the idea of having power and yet still not knowing what to do to make it better or, or if you could even, right? I have all of this power. You say I'm the Scarlet Witch, but how can that help me? 
Um, and but absolutely ending at that point of all right, I'm going to focus in right. So Westview was this big, uh, you know, widespread expression of grief. She was going to focus in, and that's what that like after credits I think with Wandavision was was mm -hmm. this. All right, I'm going to let go of the big picture, like you said, and hone in. Mm -hmm. And so that's when she zeroes in on what do I want? I want my kids. I can have that for sure. And I don't think I, th I, I don't think this film or maybe I'm just choosing because I've already explained my bias, but maybe I'm choosing to see that this film isn't trying to make her, her the, the, the com complete villain. No, no. Yeah. she is still the tragic case. Absolutely. Because um, it's also a battle against nature. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a nature nurture thing where, on her end, it's Agatha telling her, "You're the Scarlet Witch. You're this thing. I wanted to confirm it. That's why I tested you. Blah 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 blah." And of you are, and you're in the Darkhold. Mm -hmm. And then Wong reveals that well, the Darkhold is just the copied manuscript of Mount Wondagore, which was a total nerd moment for me when he says it's a copy. There is a mountain. I was like, Mount Wondagora. Like, oh, the comics in the Marvel Encyclopedia. Um, and uh, we can joke. We can joke because we are those nerds. Okay. It's so, oh, yeah. Like, don't oh, yeah. come for us. I carried oh, no. around the Marvel Encyclopedia in elementary school. A book that was way too big to be lugging by hand everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm substituting myself though that time too. I'm, in there. I'm telling you, man. Um, uh -oh. So like, I, you, then you go to Wondergore, and it's like not only is are the spells from Wondergore, but she's carved into it. So mm. that's the universe saying, "Hey, you're always gonna be this. You are always gonna be this awful, heinous being." On the flip. You look at our title character with Steven, and it turns out every universe's Steven is at the end of the day an egotistical pragmatist who will hurt people because of the grand calculus of the multiverse. Like he was about yeah. to murder America at the beginning, someone who yeah. was his friend. Then yep. we find out the 838 Strange also, yeah, they beat Thanos, but he also goofed. So the both of them are being told, you will always be this thing. And mm -hmm. they have to, and they're very different, but they have to defy sort of what they've been told, which is why I've always resented the criticism that WandaVision comes down to an, a, a magic energy battle, because that's maybe what's happening. But the the meat of it is one woman is telling this other woman who's grieving, you're this, you're just this, you're just this. You'll never be anything but this. You're evil. Right. Um, and that all arcs perfectly, I think, into this movie. Well, I would agree. And, and, and my thing, too, is that, right? Like, if... If you remember WandaVision in the context of this woman going on a journey of grief and ending at the point of acceptance, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and pull an Alden and and say <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, like you you've got to take into account, like you said, the effects of and the trauma of Agatha are very much still present in Wanda in this film. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that is unresolved <laughs> mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that is influential. Yeah. Also too. worth noting that Agatha is passing on her own trauma. She was also victimized. Oh, yeah. She, they tried to burn her at the stake, her own yeah. family. So but yeah, it, it's, it's all that perpetuating context where it's not necessarily mm -hmm. excusing, it's explaining and it's offering an opportunity of choice. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, this film was getting Wanda backed into the corner of choice again. And, yeah. and uh, no, I don't think she's done. 
I, I'm just putting no. that out there. I don't Zero think percent chance. No, yeah, no. Um, I, I definitely think this is uh, uh, an ending point for this part of the journey. We're going. Mm-hmm. She, she's going to circle back around. Absolutely has to. I mean, there's um, too much. Like on, on a nerd level, it's like I first like themes wise and journey wise, and I don't think she's done visually. There's the red magic when the mountain goes down, and then the the biggest thing is that the Billy and Tommy storyline is still not over and the white vision storyline still right. isn't no. over. No. So it's like, no, there's too many threads they yeah. have to pull on too many and, threads. No. And, and so for me, like as an advocate of <laughs> traumatizing your characters as an advocate of uh, very yeah. realistic and grounded experiences for characters, because that's ultimately, uh, yeah, I'm biased. That's what reaches me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Luke in the Last Jedi talked to me a lot more than Luke ever did in the original trilogy, and I won't apologize for that. And and nor should you. In the same way, Wanda, like falling in love with her journey, fe- seeing yourself and feeling represented in her journey of grief and her journey of gaslighting and her journey of trauma, is perfectly good, valid, and okay. And it's it's understandable to be hurt that she's still experiencing this cycle as a character. That like that doesn't throw any of the progress away, and it doesn't necessarily uh, box her into that is who she is and was yeah. and all that. There's so much more, right? Oh, yeah. And and I think that's the big thing. There the only there's only a period on it as the end of her story. If you you put that there, mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's just me talking to the Wanda stands out there. Uh, did I use that word right? Yes, you did. Okay. I'm proud <laughs> um, of you. Uh, like, cause again, like that was my first reaction. Like I, I, yeah. I, I was pretty into it uh, everywhere else, but Wanda stood out for me and I had to, I had to ponder why that is. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, it just ended at that point where I, I think I, ex- I, I boxed that character in. I was like, okay, well, yeah. so she's lost cause and everything like that. But that, that's so anti to her journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, She's I always oscillated between the light and dark. I mean, yeah. people forget right. that she debuts in the MCU as a villain. Yeah, well, exactly. and, and and her journey's always been about misunderstanding mm-hmm. her her application yeah. of power. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. yeah. Civil War. You know, she was she was the the fulcrum to that situation. Bingo. Yeah. And um, even before yeah. that, I mean, she unleashes the Incredible Hulk on a city. Yeah ruthlessly um while she was still working for ultron and then we we see what her childhood was like in sokovia and it's like okay there's always gonna be those justifications and that Mm -hmm. well where did it really start oh well darth vader was a slave when he was nine years old and it's like now we get this man but at the same time yeah you know so it's 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 just a really elegant way of not coming down either way yeah Yeah, and and to that point too i i love the inner journey we get for a moment um because that's very anakin from the comics if you read like charles soul's darth vader oh yeah that Mm -hmm. that like inner inner um prison uh, of her memories and her trauma like keeping wanda down and letting the uh scarlet witch take hold Mm -hmm. that absolutely is an anakin and what a perfect uh perfect xavier scene too oh my god so oh yeah let's let's die we we've talked about scarlet witch a lot i I could make this a scarlet scarlet witch podcast but um yeah the illuminati the illuminati okay so my first reaction to this was (laughs) <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why are they called the Illuminati? But then, but then, but then Reed Richards showed up. 
Yeah. And my tiny mind exploded. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's Jim. It what why is Jim here? Can, can I can I just put out there like that's where it peaked for me? And oh, I'm not yeah. talking mm-hmm. about like quality. Oh, I'm not no. talking yeah. about like but like at that point, I never yeah. got more excited than I did when that happened. Well, like I I said, you know, on our way home from the movie, like I felt like this movie just kept getting better and like my mm. enjoyment of it just kept ratcheting up with every single moment. Same here. And, like yeah. oof. It's got yeah, one of the best third acts in an MCU film, I think, because it's and and what's great is that this movie easily a, a lesser version of this movie would have just sold itself on those Illuminati cameos. They are about yeah. ten minutes in the middle, and right. then that's not. And by the end of You're it, dead. you still think about them. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're still talking about them, but th- the movie never stops being about Stephen and Wanda. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and that's a good thing. This is definitely a. Yeah. Uh, in between moment and everything and it was just a it, it did what it was supposed to do i think and and it was wise on Raimi to like i'm gonna throw a bone this is you know this no. is for the marvel stands well yeah right. i mean it, because it, like it, going full force into the no way home territory of like all the cameos well it, mm-hmm. we did that we did that we all right. collectively lost our minds it was spectacular like, yeah and it was it was great and it served the story right yeah. it, those cameos yeah. absolutely served the story and this and, did the same thing, but it was the right amount of it. Yeah, like, well, and then it, am I the only one that felt like this was the most comic book thing to happen in this no, film? No, it was absolutely like, like was. this felt like a a a a, a little mini bit. Of, I mean, every of like, coming in every like tiny detail. Like it wasn't just Charles Xavier. It was Charles Xavier in the green suit. In the yeah. yellow chair, you could With see the mind waves. Yes, yes, circle mind waves and the yeah, came on. That, I see, lost it. That, lost that, it. that got me hearing the theme. I did like, I, I think it was because that was so teased, but like it was the theme that got me. Yeah, I'm like, no, this, this is Charles Xavier. It took me um, a minute to pick up on the theme. I was like, are they doing They're doing it. They're doing yeah. it. So when, well, I felt bad for the people around us because like all throughout oh, like, that was just a bunch of like yeah. us like throttling yeah. each other. Of and then Small things like uh, like Reed saying that he has kids and Christine yeah. saying she worked for the Baxter Foundation. And there's like yep. little yep. things like that where it just felt like. And again, the, the cleverness of this is that it was that one of those fan casting things that everybody wanted, that everybody mm-hmm. talked about, that interviewers would ask him about. But the brilliance of doing it on Earth 838 is that no one has to commit to anything. This exactly. could be Patrick Stewart's last bow. If Krasinski doesn't want to do a whole franchise contract, he doesn't have to. He could be a Reed Richards instead of being the Reed Richards. Even right. Captain Carter. It's like, is that yeah. the Captain Carter from What If? I don't know. Like, see, it's- see they, they could, Alden, but like, I think he will do it. What I, I think they'll do is, okay. yes. what I think they'll do is, he'll probably shave, and I think it'll be Reed earlier in the in the Fantastic yeah. Four career mm-hmm. than well, like no kids, no beard, right? Um, yeah. That type of thing. It was interesting because this, in addition to, like I said, it's just it fit that vibe of the cliffhanger of a comic book. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. like so much of an Marvel moment. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it also felt like the MCU obligation. Yeah. This was mm-hmm. this was the big thing that interconnected it. Other like if you take this out, it's its own very condensed and heavy story. I felt sure. like. right. 
yeah and this also like gives you again to those so steven themes like the reason why this group is important thematically is because they reveal that truth of what the supposedly greatest strange did um mm -hmm. of that 838 strange where it's like he did beat thanos he he was you know dream walking and he did find the way and everything but at the same time we had to kill him and it's steven is confronted with the group that he assembled at hit the height of his powers that are ruthless mm -hmm. and arrogant which is why they die because reed yeah, richards exactly. in the comics is always the so smart he's dumb and he's, he's so <laughs> smart that he doesn't know what's going on and for him to announce that black bolt could kill her with a you know it's like the, well, you just blew it pal Okay, <laughs> so this that's when it became a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, like mm -hmm. full force was it, from that point that on. It continued yeah. heavy in oh in his style. Like I think he played us into a corner of like, and like I said, this was the yeah. All right, I'm gonna connect it. I'm gonna throw out some cameos. This is gonna be the thing. Uh, like this would have like seeing Reed Richards, seeing Charles Xavier would have been the thing we ended a film on like no. five yeah. years ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. and here so it is this... in the middle of your movie. Yeah. Um, but from this point on, it's like, all right, I'm done. I've done the obligations. Now it's my movie. Now it's yeah. my movie again, <laughs> that's, and that's I'm gonna exactly, kill every single one of them. That's exactly the way. Like the first half of the movie is Spider-Man. The second half is Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, well, yes. And, yes. and can I, I? Like, I felt so let down. I expected one of those like evil spirit things to just give us a little swallow your soul like, like no. oh my god missed opportunity i did love though that uh this is jumping way ahead but i loved well two things and i've said this before i think i said it on someone else's show i can't remember where i say things anymore you heard um, here alden only loves two things that's true <laughs> no, uh when he first of all like possesses his own corpse which is amazing oh my god. uh and then when he forms the cloak of the damned souls he so you have a zombie first of all a practically done zombie mostly yes. I mean, obviously yeah. they had to cg the mouth a little bit mostly practically done zombie strange flying to the tune of shredding electric guitar yes off to um, mount wondergore to fight it's like it's like the most metal album cover ridiculous <laughs> yeah. he even winks at america but at mm -hmm. the camera and Christine, when she grabs the cauldron, and she's like, "Go back to hell!" Like yeah. it oh just it gosh, goes that, full camp, yeah. and I loved it. I mean, I know yeah. the 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 music note fight that's out of Fantasia mm -hmm. is oh. like okay. I that that moment I had to like grab you and be like, "This is so creative." <laughs> yes, this is so the most cool. creative yeah. thing I've ever seen in a Marvel movie. Yeah, and I love well, it. and and I love that it it it's so wild yet it fits. I I yeah. like. It's different and crazy and interesting, but I don't feel like if you stack it up against yeah. anything else we've seen, it would feel necessarily out of place. If you check um, out of your own brain and just have fun, fun for once in your game <laughs> life, like but just turn off your brain I, in scenes like I that. did. I did yeah. love uh, the Raimi isms that we got toward towards the end and everything, and um, seeing a very Raimi zombie makeup return. Oh. Um, yes. Was so that was so like evil Ash. I mean, it was so mm -hmm. good. Um, and yeah. and and that's the the big thing for me is I I love the transition that this does that we've talked about that that move from Marvel movie to Sam Raimi movie uh, without feeling like it mm -hmm. was a hijacked thing. No, right? not at all. It it felt one hundred percent pure. 
if yeah. that makes sense. Like yeah, pure uncut Sam Raimi while also being pure Marvel as well. And like like you mentioned, that moment where he made the cloak out of the damned souls and then the hands opened up. I that was breathtaking. Even though it was all in all of the trailers, I was blown away by that scene. Yeah. It looked yeah. so because good. the context is like the trailers did a really good job of making you think intentionally or otherwise like we saw zombie strange in the thing and i think a lot of us assumed i did that mm -hmm. zombie strange would be like a 30 second thing that it was just going to be a small cameo of the zombie version from what if and then when he buried the corpse of defender strange at the beginning of the movie yep. i didn't even think about it no, no. i yeah. didn't even and then when obviously when they tee it up and he's like who says it has to be alive i was like oh exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's gonna do it, it it was well and i loved the you know the thunderclap the like it's, stereotypical like, oh it comes out of the hand out of the ground oh, yeah. and everything oh, oh yeah. my gosh amazing so good amazing um, and but i love that it just leads him to the point of getting there to uh you know pass the torch uh to uh america right uh -huh. like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't do all of that to end up there to have this epic battle yeah. just you to know? kick her ass and 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 yeah. america america and i've seen the criticism like oh uh, all and i, I want to clear this up because this is not opinion based this is just fact based this is just how, how the movie went people say oh steven just gives her a pep talk and she learns how to use her powers that's not true yeah. she learned how to use her powers when she was trapped in the cell on earth 838 she harnessed it out of her anger of punching. Exactly. Steven was just giving her the permission to hone them in the moment. Um, exactly. So I want to clear that up. And yeah. when she when she does it, though, even that could have been a now kick her ass like star punch, star punch. No. And it doesn't it doesn't happen. It's it's she the movie never um, shies away from the fact that they've made Wanda unbeatable. Wanda <laughs> yeah. has to choose to stop. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I, I enjoy about each of the characters. Each of the characters reach their penultimate moment in this film. They've got more to go, obviously, with any of them. But here they reach it by choice, yeah. right? Steven reaches it by choice, I think, by, like you mentioned, um, and we've talked about a bit, the, the revelation of this is your trend, right? Like, how do you work against that trend, right? Yeah. Every other you uh, failed. And learned nothing. You have this mm -hmm. moment to learn before failure, right? Mm -hmm. um, Wanda, it's it's moving her into that point again of choice, um, and, and I, I I really really enjoy that. I just got to point out, yeah, films need to do better about uh, audio sensitive people and yes. delivering of <laughs> because I oh the Wanda thing oh. yeah I I didn't catch that line. I thought she said something in Sokovian. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "No, they will be loved." And you were like, like, "That's an interesting choice." <laughs> right? Interesting choice. There's no, there's no like, subtitles. But I, I love this very. I mean, that's really what was happening. I love this very literal yeah. translation of "It's a war with herself." Really? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, she and, and has. She's given the mm -hmm. this righteous fury because of motherhood, which she points out released mother's day weekend by the way and yeah. i know that wasn't intentional because it was delays but it couldn't have worked out better no um so but it's it's maternal love that gets her to stop it's the yeah. same motivation for for this for the ra ravenous rage and for the reconciliation yeah it, it's def it's definitely uh same same heart behind it different application 
Uh, and same for America. I feel like it was getting her to the point of choosing to do what she knows she can do. And that like, and that's what I, I felt like strange was teeing her up for mm -hmm. is, is making the choice to do what she knew she could do, wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and, and um, setting her up as a, a key figure. I mean, um, the entire pep talk was essentially, you already have what you need. Right. Like yeah. you, you, you're good. You, you can take care of this. You, I mean, like go wild, kid. We we <laughs> could get crazy. We could let you know. Ray went and faced Palpatine because of a pep talk. Like you could exactly. You could dissect Luke anything any way you want. But, but that's mm -hmm. not too far fetched, man. That's not too far fetched. Like no. we see that in our own personal lives all the time. You find yourself with something seemingly insurmountable, and you just yeah. put yourself in the right headspace. And I hate to get like banal with it, but like powerlifting you know you, you're looking at a deadlift bar with weight you've never touched before and you everything in your brain is saying that's not moving so true yeah but you know it is it's never, it's banal but it's like never it's the in same my life thing. You, you get yourself the right in the right headspace it will move like, like will deadlift move these nuts man yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> family show huh <laughs> Yeah, family show. Oh, love that. Like, grab on. It's, 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 we're, we're approaching, we're approaching 10 o'clock. Kids, yeah, it's, it's fine. You know, the kids uh, exactly. Why are you up, child? But, but, but you're not wrong. And that's something that I love about this phase of Marvel, too, is that Shang-Chi, like, yeah, Shang-Chi, like, yes, he does, like, actually kick the dragon's ass. But the reason why he's able to do that is because his dad finally comes to a moment of understanding. Yes. And decides to love his kids again, something he hadn't done since their past traumas. And it's that Shang-Chi is able to go from the fists of his father's style to the open hand of his mother's mm -hmm. style that he's able mm -hmm. to beat. So you have that. Eternals comes down to a family disagreement. Mm -hmm. it, like King Kingo refuses to fight, says, I agree with him, but I won't kill for it. Yeah. He goes off the reservation because of his you know, trauma. And this one has their own trauma. This one wants to be a real person. Like it's just everybody about perspectives. Oh, Truly. Right. Yeah. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight also comes down to like, yes, there's ass kicking, but it comes down to. It's the, soulful. <laughs> it, it is soulful asking. There was a soulful kaiju battle in Moon Knight. While, there was. While yeah. this guy had to figure Every out kaiju who he was. Soulful. I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, but like it, again, it like I don't think there's anything if it's at the very least it's just a choice. Yeah, it's the it's presenting through a pep talk maybe mm -hmm. uh, information we need to hear and we already really know, but coming from someone other than ourselves that leads a person to a choice. At at most, it's this profound and amazing moment. Right. Either way, either way, I think um, I can speak for. All of us, and that that Sochil Gomez is an amazing addition. Oh, and oh, I yes. cannot wait for more She's American spectacular. spectacular. Um, so to, to tear into our our closing here because it does have to end. I apologize. Mm, I am sorry. I disagree. Um, <laughs> after show, the, the free after side, show. the free side. Uh, join our Patreon, five dollars right now. We'll we'll go another half hour for every five dollars. Um, no, but <laughs> what's next is the big thing on my mind um, i mean obviously we get the after credits we get charlie's there on like okay yeah clear this is the first time like someone's been cast in the mcu where i'm like hmm yeah i, I don't know if it's just me if it's just with charlie's but i like 
I just, for me, it was very much not a, oh, this interesting character. I was instantly hit with who was yeah. playing it. I don't know. But, like, either way, where we're going from here, because, like I said, the most interconnected, I think, was the multiverse, like, Illuminati stuff. Everything mm -hmm. else kind of was its own little journey. So, uh, like, where where does where do you see or where do you want the MCU to go from here? Obviously we've got Thor coming up. So right. I mean, yes, we do. I love anything Taika touches. Yes, so, absolutely. Well, it's interesting because like you, I, I think you could draw a direct line between this movie and a potential Avengers five, because incursion is the big thing that Clay says. you cause yeah. an incursion, mm -hmm. which as we know is a universe collapsing, colliding with another universe, which is what strange there. Supreme strange had caused um in the 838 universe which is why they axed him so this could be your way of bringing in x-men bringing in whatever like there's real world stuff but it's like is this going to lead to dr strange 3 is it going to lead to avengers 5 is it going to lead to loki season 2 is it going to lead to midnight suns which is the thing that i've been touting because for people <laughs> watching that don't know midnight suns has this slowly being set up they haven't said that but you have blade in the Eternals after credits with Dane Whitman, who becomes the Black Knight. That's why he has mm -hmm. that sword. You have Doctor Strange. You have Clea. Sometimes Scarlet Witch is on that roster. You have Moon Knight now. This October, they're doing Werewolf by Night on Disney+. Plus. So it's like, oh, look at this. Like, oh, wait, wait, oh, hold on, Reagan. I really genuine question. Are you talking about Charlize or are you talking about Rachel McAdams? Ooh. Or both? Charlize. Charlie. Oh. Yeah, so the, I think it's too early to tell, I'd say. I, 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 so the comment for for our listeners after the fact is the the chemistry, the uh, the you know, testing the chemistry a little bit more. Um I I I agree Martin it's a little Freeman. early, but again, I'm biased. Yes, Martin Freeman and everything. <laughs> I, I knew instantly I was just caught up in who it was. I haven't really yeah. had that moment before. I, I didn't even have that with Chris Evans yeah. with Captain America of like I'm lingering on the actor and I can't see the character and I, I just don't know because there has this been been this Theron renaissance going on, right? Like she's, yes. <laughs> like she's she's popping up yeah. everywhere and I don't know if that's why it's stuck on me. Um, I don't know if it'll be stuck on me in two years when she shows up again. I, I just yeah. don't know. I, I think um, I said to you after we left the theater, I don't know who that is, but Charlie Theron is hot. Like, yeah, I mean, well, first <laughs> of all, correct. I think that it's about, I mean, it's going to come down to writing. Like, it's going to, like, everything, it's going to come down to yeah. how they play, how they work with, well, with the overall setting. and Yeah, because, I mean, throwing out there, like, you know, I have seen so many people instantly just uh, on the, all right, well, they're ending up together, right? Like, I, who knows? I don't know. Like, which is possible, which like there's precedent for, but at the same time, the MCU doesn't have to necessarily follow what the comics do. Right. And um, so there's, there's one person that knows where this is going. Different. Yeah. There's one person that knows where this is going, and that's Jesus. Kevin Feige. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and that's the thing. Like, that know where this is going. There's three people. <laughs> there's three. Well, I don't know. Do we believe in the Trinity here? Four people Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> is there another Trinity? I mean, uh, right. but like, uh, I mean it's, it's a fair Leia. point, right? Because like I had the same thought when I left the movie theater. I was like, okay, where is this going? Because mm -hmm. like with Phase One Marvel, we knew where that was heading. Yeah. When Phase Two came out, we knew exactly where that was going. Yeah. Phase Three, we knew exactly where that was going. This one, yeah. this phase, it's we don't know. It's the most ambiguous. Um, much like uh, much like 
the MCU, Reagan continues to be ambiguous as well. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, well, look. it's also like the most decompressed. <laughs> like we never had shows in there that yeah. extends no. things out. And so I think that things will be abundantly more clear come February when Ant-Man 3 comes out because Kang yes. is the well, villain of Ant-Man 3. Yeah. So and, that'll and, tie in directly with Loki. And, and yeah. that's my biggest like anchor right through all of this thought process because we're going to do it as fans, right? But mm -hmm. like I, I keep coming back to it seems open ended, but there there is a through thread. And, yeah. and so that's the biggest thing for me is, I mean, like, I, I agree with Kevin, like this has been the most where it ends and I don't know where we're going. That is yeah. what makes it the most interesting. But that also is the thing I'm trying to fight against as a fan of trying to fill in that gap. Well, yeah. surely they want it to go here. Yeah. Um, and I realized that I just asked, like I asked a question of where are they going? Well, I'm also trying to advocate for like specu speculating responsibly, but like, mm -hmm. I, I think the big thing is, you know, like for me, th this is the most like free and giddy I've been with Marvel sure, in a yeah. long time. Yeah. And and I think um, I'm in a place of like, I, I don't know what to expect, but I do hope, like Brad mentioned in the chat, like I, I do hope we get a different strange uh, or at least a slightly tweaked strange after this, like someone changed by their choices. Sure. Um, I hope we get a lot of hard pivots like they did with Thor of like, after this experience, they are completely different. Yeah. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and for me, even more relatable, mm. um, strange is way yeah. more relatable here and where Agreed. he ends than he was 100%. in the first one for me. Especially oh. coupled with no way home, which while he doesn't remember, obviously that he worked with, Peter, he does remember that he worked with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. So for people that were confused about that spell, it's sort of what I thought they were going to do. A one-line answer there. Everybody, exactly. yeah, everyone's memories. Like, if you asked any Avenger who was there when you fought Thanos, they would remember Spider-Man. They just yes. don't remember that they know who he is. So yeah. that's finally clarified. Um, but with Spider-Man and with America, we've seen this strange who's like, I mean, this paternal figure I loved at the end when she's like, hey, I made sparks. And he's like, that's great. Like, your parents will be really proud of you. Like, and one day they'll know and which, all that stuff. Which is and great. Man. We didn't even we didn't even talk about how, like, just seamlessly they tie in there that like, I don't know. I don't know comics. What yeah. are comics? I don't know. I don't know if that was always there, but her right. having two moms and just yeah. that. That yeah. like so that is a thing, but yes, it's great that they kept it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. All right. So yeah. see, like, I, like I love, I loved that. That just the normalcy of that. Like, let's mm -hmm. continue to stroll and have our conversation. We're not going to linger on that. Yeah. Right. Because like, it's perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a. I have two moms. Love Here's how it affected me. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. unpack that. And, and I, she, and I, yeah, like she's like her whole, her being motivated by wanting to find them but not wanting to have hope they're mm -hmm. still out there and strange sort of having to be the, the one that's like well it could still be done because he's been at the, he's been at the end of his rope and yeah. he, before he learned the mystic arts he, he, he had no hope and so he has to sort of impart that in the next generation in the same way that clint did with kate bishop in hawkeye and they're both young avengers like the the, the avengers now have a responsibility to sort of fostering and we're gonna we'll see it with ms marvel because she yeah. loves Carol and looks up to Carol, yeah, and yeah. so yeah, and I really, I really enjoyed seeing uh, a, a Doctor Strange that was sensitive. Because when you juxtapose Stephen Strange with Tony Stark as a as a paternal figure, yes, T 
Tony Stark was lacking a little bit when it came to <laughs> certain areas. So it's nice to see them, you know, give give Stephen Strange a little bit of a softer edge. He doesn't have yeah. to be so like, ah, figure it out, kid. Well, yeah. Right. Well, I, I love that we've grown beyond the direct parallel of, you know, white guy with cool goatee, you know, like it typecast like, you, you yeah. know, I, I, they are very different. And yeah. and while I never explicitly boxed them in like that, um, I, I definitely went seeing them to interact on screen and in game and everything like that definitely did start that process. Uh, but I appreciate how quickly it uh, you know, pulled the rug out from me and this film, especially where like, no, they are not, he is not just the next Tony. It, it, he is his own character, yep. very unique journey. And, and one I'm excited to see uh, continue. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be that person of like, Oh, you know, JJ's got to keep making Star Wars. Ryan's got to keep making Star Wars. You know, Sam like Raimi Raimi. needs to watch. He needs I, to make more Star Wars. I would yeah. like him well, to do more, more but movies in general. I, I definitely don't want to, like I said, box him in. Um, like, oh, oh, I will. Kevin yeah. Feige <laughs> needs to chain him to a radiator post haste. Right, like mm -hmm. we need four more of these. Come on, please. I, I want another. Yeah, I want right. another strange Raimi movie. <laughs> I think that he, there's the perfect fit, and it's yeah, just. Uh, I, he he works very well with the material, the the vibe, uh, yeah. and, and all of that. So, and it's all the like the the horror tributes. Like he does yeah. a moment of straight up J horror when she's coming out of the gong and she's like contorting. Yeah. He does the haunted house horror with Sinister Strange. He does his own brand of horror. He has a slasher when she's chasing them through the tunnel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he, it's. Yeah. All, all all of the boxes and and uh I mean it's it's yeah. it's almost a study in horror. I don't uh, for sure. I don't know if it was an intentional uh reference, yes. but like it it hit me as an intentional reference. Um the black bolt stuff. Mm -hmm. I have no mouth, but I must scream. Yeah. That is one of my favorite <laughs> horror short stories yeah. in sci-fi in general. And like it, you know what that if was that, one of the best if that's your best. truth, you know, I live, live my it. truth. Live it. Um, as a bleak sci-fi <laughs> no, fantasy and this is to all listeners so like live your truth except the one where like this ruined wanda's character this was not whatever man. like no that's not true i'll uh, sit down and have some fun <laughs> no i mean and what i like about the horror elements overall is like does this give them permission to go more horror with blade yes. I, I hope so like oh, here's, so. Here's, yeah. here's what yes i hope so for that i hope yeah. they're realizing um hear that every character falls into many genres but favors one mm -hmm. and it's in your best interest to uh follow that favor yeah right? yeah um yeah. strange works with the fantasy the horror the obscure and the um occult go with that like do, don't don't feel like everybody's got to be, you know, um, you know, symbol on the chest and hands at the shoulder or yeah. hands at the hip, like hero, like yeah, interact with what works with the characters um, to get the the best and most entertaining yeah. story and and most um, uh, real, you know, story. I, I think anything else wouldn't have felt right. Like yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I like know. one of my first notes, which I took notes during the movie because I'm a nerd. Because she's a nerd. I am nerd. a nerd. They're um, so cute. Thank you. Um, so what one was of my the, first notes. Was it, was it um, I'm sorry. Was it No Way Home? You brought a notebook? No. Or what was the movie? It was, oh man. It was a horror movie. 
It wasn't Saul, was it? it? Was, yes, it was it Saul. Was? We were, uh, we were yeah. just, that, I didn't take a single Meg, note. Meg was so adorable. Why did you bring a notebook to Saul? Because we were covering it on the podcast. Uh, one thing, and also, I wanted to catch all the references of like, oh, yeah, that's a reference to Saw 3. That's a reference to Saw 1. But anyway. Hey, uh, real quick. I love I love you guys, but they're my favorite. Like, just in Thanks. case it wasn't. Understandable. Yeah, I mean, anyway, but uh, I probably completely derailed that. No, I know where I'm going because I've been holding on to it with an iron grip. Um, so I, I took notes, and one of my first notes was. Um, during the fight with the giant eye monster, this is the most superhero stuff we've gotten in a very yeah. long time in Marvel, mm -hmm. and that was spectacular. Important question for the guests: Is that eyeball monster a kaiju? Yes. What do you? I think mean? it counts. I think okay. it counts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. Kaiju. All right. Consensus: It's a kaiju. All right. So Doctor Strange Two is a kaiju film. Yeah. Um, and Brad brings up a great point, just supporting what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, like play to the strengths. Deadpool has to be R rated. It has oh, to yeah. be. He Doctor has to Strange make masturbation jokes. Like has to like Doctor Strange has to bend towards horror. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be as explicit as this. Like I really don't I, they they've been really great so far in not duplicating. Even if they pass torches to other directors and everything, like contain continuing to be original is yeah. is a strength of of Marvel, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it bend towards what works for the characters. I, I think it's Absolutely. in their favor. I don't, I don't think they're coming to us for wisdom. But Kevin, if you're listening, Kevin Feige, by the way. Oh yeah, um, we know more Kevins <laughs> than you. Kev is always listening. But um, Feige, if you're listening, bruh, Doctor Strange is a horror character. Just it is. work with it. Yeah. Blade uh, also horror. Like Ghost yes. Rider, Blade. So Ghost Rider like, is very yeah. much. A I am so character. excited for like you. You talk about Nerd Herder after dark. I'm excited for MCU after dark. Mm. I am excited mm. for this era of bending towards the the weird, the occult, the dark. Um, getting I, getting out of the spandex yeah. and into the leather. Yeah. I hope when eventually we get another Ghost Rider story, we lean into the full occultism. Uh, yeah. Mephisto. Like I want. I don't want Mephisto to show up until Ghost Rider, and, and I will put that on paper. <laughs> I want Wait. Mephisto to be a large Satan-looking thing, like he is. Yeah. Like, like I think that the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider, despite being a fun movie, like I think it gets a bad rap, but like it's fun. It's definitely not great, but it's fun. Um, and Wait. visually, they nailed Johnny Blaze at least. Thank but, you. but yeah. that, the problem is that that movie has. He was the, on a bike, yes. It has the two thousands, two thousands sort of like they were scared of going full devil, so it's just a man, mm -hmm. and they say that he's the devil. It's like yeah. it's Peter Fonda's Mephisto, and it's like now I want to see, yeah, I want to see <laughs> Mephistopheles in hell, yeah. who's like nine feet tall with a cloak and he's red, and like I, I want the whole nine. And mm -hmm. I think that now we're at a place where they will finally do that i mean after Kanshu and amit like yes. everything's on the table now so yeah yeah i kind of want and we'll end on this because i'm not i'm not going to unpack this thought but i kind of want mephisto to be nicholas cage <laughs> you heard yes. it here first folks yes. i want it to be that ridiculous yes. i endorse yes. it let where's it, the pillow let it happen yep. fight. Where did it's, go? it's down there uh where's the pillow <laughs> okay. cage? Yeah, that's no. a really good thought you say yeah. pelicalus 
Pelicus Cage. Pelicus Cage. You know what? You heard it here first. If you need someone to go in there and be Satan and be Satan dialed up to like 17, (laughs) that's your guy. J-Dub endorsed. Uh, You heard it here first. That that will be the first Nicolas Cage movie I enjoy. I'm uh, surprised that that came from you. Yeah. my, my thing is, Mephisto's been such a joke and meme at this point. I, I want it to be that ridiculous. I want it to be I, a Tom Warrett style reveal. Like, I, I want hey. a Robert Rodriguez Spy Kids 2 level of I'm the kid and just cut. Like, no. Directed by out. Robert Rodriguez. Right. Yes. Like, mm. you know, we got Elijah Wood. Robert Rodriguez's uh, ghostwriter would be insane. <laughs> that would be Robert awesome. Rodriguez is the ghostwriter. How about that? That would be no, bananas. It's a that plays guitar. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Now I'm fully that. invested in a Robert Rodriguez ghostwriter film. Great. Great. Yeah, that would be phenomenal. There we go. Like, That's a mind worm. crush that. Do crush it. <laughs> Uh, well, here, like, we turn it over to our listeners at this point, because this madness uh, is getting uh, to its end. What What do you guys uh, want to see? Let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, wherever you like us and yeah. like to get us. Um, or leave it in the comments here. If you watch, um, make sure you like yeah. this. Uh, Whisper maybe, it into one of your shoes. Hey, maybe share it. Like yeah. if you if you like like it share it um let somebody in on this madness um that they will quickly rate it one star uh but you know i'll fight them all, all this all the stars, stars go to our guests uh we continue to uh keep the trend alive we waste all of our money on the best of guests and so uh guys thank you so much for for joining us for this uh it's honestly not even fair because we 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 love you so much uh like oh, no like <laughs> i know i'm going I mean, to your closet after this man <laughs> right. that's true it's 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 not really work for us and that that's the best kind so but um if our listeners love you just as much um kev why don't we start with you where where can our listeners find you if they want more of you no uh, don't don't <laughs> you don't want more of this um yeah i guarantee the, they do the, at force underscore losers on twitter uh, we also we occasionally put out a podcast um yeah when the spirit moves uh, i'm gonna yeah. so so before off off camera because we do that we talk before we talk to you list lovely listeners um sorry but um before that like kevin was buttering up alden which rightfully so uh it just a lovely lovely being we'll get to alden but um like for for you like i I would judge anyone that doesn't like Kev. Exactly. Kev and Brad, but but like mostly Kev. Mo- mo- <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brad. No, you just got thrown Suck under the bus. <laughs> I haven't been mean to Brad in a very long time, so like I, I got hey, to. Brad, Brad, like I love you, buddy, but you look like the guy that thinks that like turning on the water in the shower just washes your legs like you gotta loofah and soap that buddy why but... are you me right now <laughs> seriously all the love to brad he's the brains of uh force losers but Kevin, really you is. are definitely the heart really um is. and uh yeah i would judge anybody that's just like i don't know about that kev guy i don't know about force loser no good people get them in your ears they're so fun uh follow them and their madness be sure to follow <laughs> uh, be sure to follow brad to give him the love i think i did better than kev at plugging his own you show. did you totally did i, I suck at plugging my own it. stuff i will accept my check well. in the mail sir i i take nacho cheese and pickles can do Oops. can do i also send like a full care package of monopoly money so at least you feel like you've been paid something perfect yeah. i mean that's mm-hmm. what my job pays me we'll make so. it rain <laughs> 
Alden. Alden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where can people find you if they want to hear about the tapestry? Oh, well, the tapestry, you can hear uh, anywhere I am, even online or in person. If you just like come wake me up, I'll wake up in a cold sweat ready to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> you can find me at that Alden Diaz, T H A T A L D E N D I A Z on Twitter and Instagram. And then on Octo Radio, a Star Wars podcast, which is my show, the main show, interviewing people around Star Wars and in the business and work for Lucasfilm. I just did a Shelby Young on the voice of Princess Leia. So if you like Lego the Skywalker saga and you enjoy Leia in that game, check that out. Um, also have the Rebels rewatch with Nikki Kumar on that feed. Uh, I do a podcast called The One and Done Film Club, which will be back soon. And then Star Wars Celebration. If you're going to be there, I will be there Saturday. I'm on a panel um, that Saturday morning. Uh, so more on that on Twitter and social medias and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. And you can find me um, at the uh, Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles across the street from the convention <laughs> center for, every for night. All the hottest takes. Um, yes. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And the freightest chicken. Um, yes. and, well, and you're here. You're with us. So just check the important links in the description for that. Also, um, continue to uh, check out. Uh, if you aren't already following Amidala Helps, um, do mm. that for the Amidala yes. Initiative. Um, all kinds of, I mean, there's 77 awesome podcasts supporting this initiative, um, just an effort to promote Equality Texas and the efforts they're doing to reach LBGTQ plus people, especially trans uh, folks affected by yeah. legislation and just, and just trying to live life We're coming uh, up on in Pride Texas. Um, yeah, but my uh, state sucks. Like raffles, all kinds of things. Like if, it, you know, it, you can help with incentive. If it gets you to help and check out um, uh, supporting a good cause, then hey do it, win the bag or the book or whatever, uh, but definitely check it out uh, and follow for updates. Uh, and follow us uh, for updates as well. Um, uh, we took last week off unintentionally because Gremlins ate the network. I just, yeah. you know, life, life gets lifey. The internet um, of madness, yes. <laughs> but uh, we fully intend to podcast every week till we die, and so we will be back next week. Um, you're yeah. the responsible one. Do you remember what we're talking about? No. No. <laughs> Stop. That's Stop. bad. No. <laughs> I'm it's... on next week and I forgot. So you all three of us forgot. Attack, Attack of the Clones. That's why. Yes. You talk about the camp. You talk about fun. Uh, Attack yes. of the Clones is turning 20, almost able to drink. Uh, oh, we will drink oh I said I was going to get a birthday oh. cake for it. I will do oh. that. There's get still time cake, because we're not talking about it till next Friday. Live at nine as always, but if you check it out after the fact, we still appreciate you. We appreciate our patrons too, because they're the only ones paying for this. <laughs> and, and to that, we say sorry. <laughs> this was uh, your choice. But love you guys. Love love our listeners. So so appreciative of you, and look forward to being back, having more nerdy, crazy conversations. But until then, um, what what's our nerdy equivalent to stay scruffy? Um, we don't have one. We don't have one. Stay. M multiverse of madnessy no that's not right stay stay marvel no that's not right um, um uh, stay, stay stucky stay stucky wait a minute wait a minute you know this is excuse me a damn fine cup of coffee